0: Everybody, good morning. I want to welcome our uh, NCM friends and family here this morning. Thank you for tuning in. And as the Bible says, this is the day that the Lord has made. This day is a day that the Lord has made. And yes, we're going to rejoice and be glad that we're in it. Amen. Amen. Even if we're in a lockdown situation, we're going to still rejoice and be glad that we're in it. Amen. I said, Amen. Praise the Lord. So, um, Let's uh, let's receive our offering as we as we get started this morning, and I'm going to read to you in Luke chapter six, uh, verses thirty six to eighty uh, to thirty eight and eighty eight. Right on. <laughs> it could take a while. Um, thirty six to thirty eight in the Passion translation. Jesus said, "Forsake the habit of criticizing and judging others, and then you will not be criticized and judged in return." Praise the Lord. Don't look at others and pronounce them guilty, and you will not experience guilty accusations yourself, but forgive over and over, and you'll be forgiven over and over. Verse 38, give generously, and generous gifts will be given back to you. Shake, (laughs) shaken down to make room for more, abundant gifts will, will pour out on you with such an overflowing measure that it will run over the top. I need to read that one more time. Abundant gifts will pour out up on you up on you with such an overflowing abundant measure that it will run over the top. Your measurement of generosity becomes a measurement of your return. So just say this with me. Thank you, Lord. Come on, outside voice. Thank you, Lord. My income is doubling this year. And so, those of you that want to give online, uh, just go to newcovenantchurch.ca. Uh, click on the donate button. Follow the instructions. You can mail your checks uh, to uh, New Covenant Ministries, P.O. Box Two Eight Zero Six Three, Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, P two W B two W six E two. We call you blessed today. We call this offering blessed in Jesus' name. Now, just put up your right hand. Repeat after me: I have the I have the life of God in me. I want you to say it. I have the love of God in me. I have his nature and I have his ability. And therefore, 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 I'm more than a conqueror. Come on. You're more than a conqueror. Through him that loved me, that is Christ Jesus. Speak to my heart. Change my life and manifest yourself in me. What? Today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So I want to talk to you about... um, how to behave in a cave. And I thought it was kind of, um, just kind of fitting because this is where we are right now. We're in a lockdown situation. And so how do you behave in a cave or in a lockdown situation? Well, number one, we need to make sure that we have our bedrock truths, our bedrock foundations uh, settled within us. Because out there, there's a lot of screaming and, and, and fear and all kinds of stuff going on. But we need to make sure that we're settled. Amen. So um, the bedrock truths that I've come up with, and it was pretty cool because Suzanne uh, Thompson, the other time, last time she spoke, she she had her bedrock truths. So you need to make sure that you have your bedrock truths and, and make sure that they're firmly implanted and in place for you. Number one, God cannot lie. Settle that within yourself. God cannot lie. Number two, his word is true and we can trust in him. Uh, Number three, Jesus is the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. Number four, as he is right now, so are we. And number five, God is a good God. Amen. Say uh, Number five, just say God is a good God. Say it again. God is a good God. Amen. So, You believe in the Lord your God. Make him yours. God cannot lie. His word is true. We trust him today. We trust him today. And we know that God is a good God. Amen. In Luke 137, it says, For with God, make sure you're with him. For with God, nothing, no thing, nothing shall be impossible. Living Bible says it this way. Every promise from God shall surely come true. Surely come true. Passion. Not one promise from God is empty of power, for nothing is impossible with God. So when you know that and you've got your foundational truth, deeply set you're founded on this reading this and saying it and knowing it are different things altogether. what are you are you expecting what the lord says for you to do is actually possible even if it seems impossible but because god said it you know that it's it is possible what is your expect expectation Huh? What are you expecting God to do? Are you expecting God to do something? Are you expecting Him to show up in your life, huh? We are. I am. You are. I know you are. Hallelujah. Because there's, there's an assignment that He has called you to do, and I know for a fact that you will do it. Why? Because no thing is impossible with God. You're with God. I'm with God. We're with God. So all things are what? Possible. Woohoo! Great expectations get great results. We're expecting great things. Come on. And when you're expecting great things, do you know that that's going to push you through all setbacks? Huh? What's a set- what do you do when you're in a setback? You adapt, you move forward. What do you do when you're in a lockdown? You adapt and you move forward. The, the word is still going out. Yeah, we're locked down, but the- it's not stopping the word. Nothing can. As long as I have Chris, I got the word going forth. Ha ha, I see you back there. Anyways, he almost smiled. <laughs> <laughs> Great expectations will push you through any and all setbacks and discouragements, especially when you don't see things happening. Or again, like if you're in a lockdown situation where, where it's like, oh, no, 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 no. We adapt and we move forward. Amen. No matter what, no matter what. We keep our foundation solid, and, and, and know that um, we read the end of the book, and it says that we win. We win. So, it doesn't matter what happens. We still win. Always. So, let's turn in your Bibles, please, to Genesis 126. Seriously? You got no woo on today? Try it again. Genesis 126, please thank you. I'll do it myself then. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps and creeps On the earth. So God created, verse 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, him. Male and female created he, them. Verse 28. God blessed them and he said unto them, Be fruitful. Multiply. Replenish the earth. Subdue it and have dominion over it. That's what he expects us to do. Why? Because he blessed us in order to do that. And blessed is just being, uh, uh, you know, you're blessed to be a blessing. Amen? And so in, um, you tie that together with um, Proverbs ten twenty two. For the blessing of the Lord makes rich, maketh rich. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich. The blessing of the Lord make you rich. Maketh, and you, and if, and you. Makes you rich. And adds no sorrow with it. I am so glad they put that part on the, on the tail end of that statement. Because the blessing of the Lord will make you rich and adds no sorrow. No sorrow. Let's go to uh, Psalms 139, please. Psalms 139. Praise the Lord. Again, you, you know, you, we're making our, our foundation solid with who we are. And we know how to behave when we're in a cave. We know how to behave when we're in a lockdown situation. Why? Because we're, (laughs) look at this. Um, Verse 14, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. So that should be your attitude. Lord, I'm going to praise you. Doesn't matter what's going on. I didn't say I don't care what's going on. I said it doesn't matter what's going on. For I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul, my mind, and my will, and my emotions know this right well or very well. Amen. New, uh, the New Century uh, Version says, I praise you because you made me in a wonderful way. The message says, I thank you, high God. You, and the, okay, think about this. This is David talking over himself, he's talking to himself in the mirror. Thank you, God. I thank you, high God. You're breathtaking. Body and soul. You notice that he, 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 he told God who he is first. And then he says, body and soul, I am marvelously made. I worship in adoration. What a creation. What a creation. Look at what you made, God. You did this. Look at it. Hello. Praise the Lord. Complete Jewish Bible says, I thank you because I am awesomely made. He made you just awesome. To the point you can give yourself a self-high five and just say, hey, you know what? I'm awesomely made. Not only that, wonderfully. Your works are wonders. Woo! Verse 17. No, let's go Living Bible, verse 14. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Mm. It's amazing to think about when you think about it. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. Verse 17, listen to this. How precious it is, Lord, to realize that you are thinking about me constantly. You know that he's thinking about you constantly. I can't even count how many times a day your thoughts turn towards me. And when I wake in the morning, you're still thinking of me. He's got you on his mind today, right now. Let's jump over to Jeremiah chapter 29, please. God's got you. God's got you. You got to know it. Um, Verse 11. I'm going to read it to you in the uh, New Living Translation. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. He's got you covered. They are plans for good, not for disaster, to give you a future. And a hope, in those days when you pray, I will listen. So what are we going to do? We're to pray. Why? Because he's going to listen. Verse 13. If you look for me wholeheartedly, that's with your whole heart, you will find me. I will be found by you, says the Lord. I will end your captivity. Lockdown. He'll end it and restore your fortunes. I will gather you out of the nations where I sent you and bring you home again to your own land. Woo! Look, at, Listen to this in the message translation. I know what I'm doing. God knows what he's doing. He is not sitting up there and freaking out saying, wow, there's coronavirus on the earth. You know, Jesus, what are we going to do? I don't know. No, he's got this. He says, I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not abandon you. He will never leave you, never forsake you. Plans to give you a future you hope for. Okay. Plans... To give you the future that you hope for, when you call on me, when you come and you pray to me, I'll listen. when you come looking for me, you will find me. Yes, when you get serious about finding me and want it more than anything else, I will make sure that you don't ever be disappointed. Come on. I had uh, OK, verse 14, "I will make sure you won't be disappointed. He's going to make sure of that. So make sure of it yourself. Settle it within yourself. Let's go to John chapter 16, please. I know you know this one, but it's, let's put our eyes on it anyways, because it's, uh, it's just good. It's just that good. In John 16, verse 33, um, it says, Jesus speaking, these things I have spoken unto you that in me, in him, You might have peace. You might have peace. You will have peace. In him, he's the prince of peace. So if you're in him, yeah, you have peace. In the world, you shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Cheer up. There's a lot of people walking around totally fearful, full of fear. And it is our job, our opportunity, what we can do is to start to um, kill fear. How do you do that? With a smile. Being sweet to people. Being nice to people. Being kind to people. Um, the, speak to them nicely. Because they're, they're so, they're, they're tightly shut up in fear. But I have noticed over the while here, um, when, when I, I just say something to people, keeping my distance, because you don't want to inter, interfere with their um, social distancing thing. But hey, uh, my voice is loud, they will hear me. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, um, in the new century version, it says that um, be brave. Why? Because he has defeated the world. New Living Translation says, you, you, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart. Take heart because I have overcome the world. So God, knowing this, that God has guaranteed our success. He's going to personally see to it that whatever it is that he's called us to do, um, we will succeed. Even if you had a few rough spots, it doesn't matter. Why? Because we have God's word on it. We will succeed, and it makes it easy to have a winning attitude that way because um, you know your your attitude should be uh, you know uh, I will never be defeated. I will not quit. I cannot be defeated. Never cannot will not be defeated, and I will not quit. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. No. God promised in his word that we will succeed. We're an overcomer. We're called to be overcomers here. And we will overcome any and all problems we just, as long as we don't quit. As long as you don't quit. Don't throw in the towel. Don't cave in. The message, it says this in John 6, 33. I've told you this so that trusting me, you'll be unshakable. Assured, deeply at peace in this godless world, you will continue to experience difficulties. This is a, <laughs> come on, there's difficulties in here. Yeah, we're experiencing difficulties. So what? Look at this. But take heart. I've conquered the world. He's fixed it. He's the ultimate fixer. Amplified. I've told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence. Perfect peace and confidence in the world. You will have tribulation and trials, distress and frustration. (laughs) Praise the Lord. But be of good cheer. Take courage. Be confident, certain, and undaunted. For I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm you and have conquered it for you. Amen. So, he's got this. He's got you, he's got me. We're in this all together. Let's go to uh, 1 Samuel chapter twenty-two, please. How to behave in a cave? Glory to God. Or we'll take this in verse one. Um, David therefore departed, and he escaped to the cave of Adullam. When his brother, and when his brothers, brothers, all his father's house heard it, they went down there to him. Everyone that was in distress. Tick was, everyone that was in debt, triple tick, I was that. Everyone that was discontented gathered themselves unto him. He became a captain over them. And there were, were with him about 400 men and so uh, and women and children. And so how to behave when you're in a cave? Praise the Lord. This is what we're going to find out. Because number one, there was a spirit of gathering that was on David. And as he led them through, he led them to um, Psalms chapter 34. Verse one. Let's go there. Psalms 34, verse one. This is what to do when you're in a cave Or in a lockdown. Same thing. Number verse one, Psalms 34, "I will bless the Lord. I will." This is what he's teaching these people in the cave that had the, the, the D problems, in debt, in distress, discontented. He says, okay, here's how you deal with that. I will bless the Lord at all times, not just when things are going good. It's easy to bless the Lord when things are going good, but when you're in a lockdown, this is when you start to bless the Lord. When you're, come on, when you get the three D's going on, that's when you bless the Lord. Why? His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Verse 2, my soul shall make her boast in the Lord. So your soul is your mind and your will and your emotions. And you're going to make yourself boast in the Lord. You're going to pick yourself up, stir yourself around and say, okay, you know what? Let's start boasting on what God has done. Remember what David did? He, he, he said, Lord, I, I, I beat the, I, 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 man, I beat a lion. Woo! I beat a bear. Woo! So this next situation, this uncircumcised Philistine, (laughs) piece of cake. And what did he do? He showed him how to get ahead in life. (laughs) It was awesome. Verse 2. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Don't magnify what's going on. Make God bigger than your problems. Make God bigger than your situation. Why? Because when you make God that big, your situation gets that small. Magnify the Lord with me. Let us. So call somebody. Let us exalt his name. Together. So what do you do? Yeah, we're, you know, you you get him within your bubble and you call somebody and just say, Hey, listen, how you doing? Let me tell you what God, how good God is, and just start bragging on the things of God. I did that the other day on the phone. And, you know, I called to cheer somebody up. And by the time we were done, I was cheered up. (laughs) That's the way it works. Iron sharpens iron. So let's magnify the Lord. Look at this in verse four I sought the Lord, and he heard me. And even before, when we were reading in in the the previous um, verses, he heard, he hears. When you seek him, he hears. It says, I sought the Lord. He heard me and he delivered me from all my fears. He is the deliverer, the ultimate deliverer. Man, that's some good stuff. Again, make the Lord bigger than your situation. Make the Lord bigger than the circumstances that you find yourself in today. Make the Lord bigger than a lockdown situation. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, let's jump over to 2 Samuel, verse 23, please. Talking about David's mighty men. These mighty men were the, the same people that were in the cave. But because they followed his instruction of magnifying the Lord, making God big, it made them big. When you make God big, it's going to make you big on the he, God will make you big. Right? Amen. So in um, 2 Samuel chapter 23, let's read about a couple of these guys. It's pretty, I, I like this. This is pretty cool. Um, let's start in um, verse 8. These be the names of the mighty men whom David had. They didn't start as mighty, but they grew into that. You are going to grow into mighty. Amen. These be the names of the mighty men who David had. The Takmanite sat in the seat, chief among the captains. The same was Adino, uh, Adino, the uh, Esnite. He lifted up his spear against eight hundred people. Okay, um, have you ever been in a crowd of eight people and, and try to? Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna take you all out. Eight people? No, no, he did eight hundred. Whom he slow at one time, eight hundred. Okay, I don't know how they did that. You know, because I remember watching the old, uh, the old Kung Fu movies. Everybody would go in a circle and then wait their turn to get killed. But it, here it says that he slew at one time. It must have been a sight to see. Verse 9. After him was Eleazar, the son of Dodo. And I said, if a Dodo can do it, so can we. Praise the Lord. Amen. And uh, he, one of the three mighty men with David, and when they defied the Philistines that were gathered together to battle and, and the men of Israel were gone away, they, ret- they retreated. <laughs> he arose and smote the Philistines till his hand was weary. He beat them till his hand got tired. <laughs> and his hand clave unto the sword. So it, it, he, he, his hand got tired, but it, it wasn't letting go. He wasn't letting guys beat these boys till I'm done. And that's what he did. And the Lord worked a great victory that day. The people returned after him only to spoil, or, or in other words, to, to strip the slain. Verse Eleven, I like him, after him was Shamma, the son of Agi that the Hete, and the Philistines were gathered together into a troop. there was a piece of ground full of lentils, and the people fled from the Philistines. but he stood in the midst of the ground and defended it, and he slew these Philistines, and the Lord worked a great victory, and it seems like after every battle. When when these guys were working with the Lord, the Lord working with them, the end result was always a great victory, and God has a great victory for you. Stand, therefore, Amen. Hallelujah. In um, First Chronicles uh, verse eleven or chapter eleven, verse ten, it says. Um, These are the chief of the mighty men who David had, who strengthened themselves. These people strengthened themselves. They didn't wait to come to church to be strengthened. No, they strengthened themselves at home. They strengthened themselves on their own and then brought their supply to the general population and then things started happening. But so we need to make sure that while we're in our lockdown situation that we're strengthening ourselves. Tying into the word, magnifying God, doing what you know what you doing what you know to do. Huh? And encouraging people. Get on the phone. Call people up. Amen. Encouraging people. That's what we're supposed to do. So, what changed these people from uh f- from the people who are in debt, in distress, discontented, the three Ds? Well, number one, they got a hold of their tongue. And if you control your tongue, you control your thoughts. If you control your thoughts, you control your life. Amen. So let's go to um 2 Chronicles 20 20. We know this uh story about um Jehoshaphat and there was all kinds of people coming out against them, and they weren't nice. But we're going to take it in verse 20 for the sake of time. Um, it says that they rose. This is 2 Chronicles twenty twenty. They rose early in the morning, went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. As they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah. Hear me, O New Covenant Ministries Church, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established foundation. Believe in his prophets, so shall you prosper. And when he consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord that should praise the beauty of holiness. And as they went out before the army to say, pray, they went be, okay, slow down. They went out before the army. Uh, The people in the army had weapons. They didn't, but they said, uh, they went out before the army to say, See, they had to say something. They had to control their tongue. And, and they said, praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. And when they began, they didn't have, like, they just started. Just start. This is when they began to sing and to praise. The Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, uh, Moab, and Mount Seir, which are come against Judah, Judah, and they were smitten. All they had to do was begin. All you have to do is to begin. The Lord will handle it from there, but you start it. You prime your pump. God, you got this. Come on now. Revelations twelve eleven. We know this one. They overcame. They overcame by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. You, we, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the words of our testimony. What are we saying? Mmm. Um, Proverbs chapter twelve. Please, let's go there. Proverbs chapter twelve. Are you still with me? Praise the Lord. Proverbs chapter 12, um, verse 13. The wicked is snared by the transgression of his lips, but the just shall come out of trouble. Uh, a man or a person shall be satisfied with good by the fruit of his mouth. You're going to be satisfied with good. When you start saying good things, good things happen, right? Right? Um, The Passion Translation says, The wicked will get trapped by their words of gossip, slander, and lies. But for the righteous, honesty is its own defense. For there is great satisfaction in speaking the truth, and hard work brings blessings back to you. Speak the truth, work hard. Blessings come. Amen. Proverbs chapter 18. Verse 20. A man's, bell, a man's belly, a person's belly, shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, with the increase huh, and, the, and with the increase of his lips. Shall he be filled? Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall, oh, shall eat. Shall eat the fruit thereof. Mm, mm, mm. Good news Bible says what you say can preserve life or destroy it. So you must accept the consequences of your words. What are you saying? What are we saying? Can you handle a couple of more verses? Proverbs chapter 21, please. Verse 23, just a page over. Uh, Whoso keeps his mouth and his tongue keeps his soul, that's your mind, your will and your emotions, from troubles. Wow. NIV, it says he who guards his mouth and his tongue keeps himself from calamity. New living, watch your tongue, keep your mouth shut, and you'll stay out of trouble. Don't be giving everybody a piece of your mind. We need to hang on to what we have. Message, watch your words, hold your tongue, you'll save yourself a lot of grief. Passion, watch your words. And be careful what you say, and you'll be surprised by how few troubles you'll have. It'll surprise you. (laughs) In 2 Corinthians 4.13, it says, We having the same spirit of faith, according as is written, I have believed, therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. See, we're speaking life today. We're speaking health today. We're speaking deliverance today. Come on. Uh, We're speaking nothing but good today. Amen. Um, Psalms 34, verses 1 to 3. Passion translation. This is my last verse. It says, Lord, I'm bursting with joy over what you've done for me. My lips are full of perpetual praise. You know what perpetual means? Over and over and over and over and over. I'm, it doesn't end. Perpetual praise. I'm bo- verse 2. I'm boasting of you and all your works. So let all who are discouraged take heart. Join me, everyone. Let's praise the Lord together. Let's make him famous. Let's make his name glorious to all. So how do you, believe, how do you behave when you're in a cave or in a lockdown situation? Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice, be blessed, we love you, we miss you, we can't wait to get back together again, but in the meantime and in between time, stay blessed, rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say, woo, rejoice! We hope this message has encouraged you in your relationship with the Lord.